0: this is the perfect space for you. This is Soling. All right. Hello, Miss Shayla. <laughs>
1: Hello. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, we took a little break and it was kind of nice. I think, I think we both needed it for different reasons, but I was excited today to get back and record a new episode. How have you been?
1: I've been good. It's been a lot of ups and downs in the last few weeks was family stuff. I shared with you before that a family member who had a cancer diagnosis. So it's just been kind of this unreal foggy state of uh, having life in front of me and kind of just realizing how short life is. And yeah, it's so weird. Just replaying my life in my head and my life with this person in my head. And yeah. this person's quite old, but they're still really sound of mind. So watching somebody get that kind of diagnosis and that feeling of okay, this could mean the end for me, but also they still want to live. And I think that's like with anybody who's ever had a diagnosis or an illness like that it just brings your life in front of you right And right, there's a lot right. of even just like grief to experience before the end result and in this case it's kind of hard to because of their age there's not a lot of options yeah for treatment so that's been kind of hard but at the same time it's kind of brought me back to realizing how much I care about working in the world of grief with mediumship and just even what I want to do to help people in terms of legacy projects. So, you know, I've talked to you before about this, not on recording, but just how I want to do something to help people remember their loved ones and express themselves. So I'm trying to figure out what I want to do with that. So it'll probably be more like an audio based project because one of the things for a lot of people is that they can't remember their loved one's voice. So I want to find a way... (laughs) To create something, whether it's almost like an interview or storytelling session for people, whether or not they're dying now actively, you know, just something to do once a year and share your story in your life. Because I think there's so much healing in telling our stories in general. And so many times we don't always have the platform or the opportunity to share them or no one asks us about certain things in our lives. And I think that can be a really beautiful thing for yourself to share with yourself and back to yourself and also to share with your family. So. Yeah. That's something I've been thinking about and just prioritizing things. It's like when you have this reality of, okay, death is around the corner with somebody, you just start to think more and appreciate things more. And it's kind of sad that we're just so busy in life, but it takes this yeah. moment. Sometimes you'll recognize what we have and the beauty of what we have and to be like, oh yeah, we don't have till the end of time to do things. So let's enjoy things and let's take chances and- not hold back, you know, on our life and what we want to do. And so that's kind of where I've been the last week. Yeah. But how about you?
0: (laughs) Yeah. It's been, you know, just busy with work and, you know, the end of summer always feels like energetically the energy just starts picking up, especially with, you know, I work with the public a lot. So I'm around a lot of people getting their kids ready to get back to school, students getting ready to go back to universities and all of this. So it's just like, right. you know, people trying busy. to wrap up those final trips or whatever they're going to do for the summer. So that energy just has felt very busy lately. But I can relate with what were you, you were just sharing. I think I did share in here, my family experienced a loss earlier this summer mm-hmm. that was very unexpected. And to find a golden light within such dark, heavy grief, you know, it does help us remember how precious life is, like you were saying, and remember to appreciate each other and to slow down a little bit. We can't live our life always waiting to return home. As I like to say it, you know, we came here to live and we need to experience, but it is those moments that unfortunately kind of a reminder that for us to start to really realize and appreciate and take time to slow down a little bit. So I'm sorry to hear that about your family member and, you know, sending you tons of love and yes, hopefully if it is time for transition, it goes as smoothly and comfortably as possible.
1: Mm -hmm. Yeah, I hope so too.
0: I was sharing with you, uh, as this energy has been building up and picking up, I have definitely not been in a spiritual lull lately. It has been the complete opposite. I've been having a lot of amazing experiences with spirit and I have been getting truckloads of feathers. Like it. It has been. I mean, I I don't know how many feathers I've collected over the past just month. And obviously, everyone, I realize it's summer, there's birds outside and things are happening. But for Mm -hmm. a feather to just be placed in your pathway, that to me feels a little more special. So I want to share a story of something with feathers that was kind of cool that happened. So last Saturday, I was at work and I walked outside to take out the garbage. I'm walking back into work and lo and behold, right in my pathway is just a beautiful feather laying right there on the ground. So of course I picked it up because I like to collect them, and went about my day. Then later that evening, I was going on a hike with a pretty good friend of mine, and I was in the woods, and I could hear woodpeckers in the woods. But in my path, I found a woodpecker feather, and I had never seen a woodpecker feather, nor did I know that's what it was at the time. But for those of you that have not seen them, or at least the part of the the part of the feather that I received. It is pretty dark gray, almost black. And then it has on the edges, these white dots, I guess they would be. So I collected it and just, you know, figured it's just a good sign and went on with my walk. So that was a Saturday. So the next day I went to visit my friend Amber and Amber and I grew up together in Illinois, but she just so happens to also live here in the city that I live, but she's in a different part of town and her and I are planning this big trip next year. So we were like, she was like, come over, we need to get together and like book this flight and get this kind of squared away. So I go to her place and I'm, I'm telling her about what I had done the night before and that I went on a hike and I was like, oh yeah. And I found two feathers yesterday. And I, you know, I've shared with her all this whole spiritual journey that I've been on and a lot of it actually Amber lost her mom in 2021. And for the group of us that grew up together, that was the first time that we lost one of the parents and it was very heavy on on everyone. And you know, it's been beautiful. I've been able to connect with her mom a lot through mediumship and that has been awesome to be able to share with her. But anyway, so I was sharing with her that I found feathers. I didn't describe the feathers or anything. So she had, she had shared with me, she goes, you know, I, I haven't really been looking that much at feathers. And when I've seen them, I just, I don't feel it. So I just leave them alone. She goes, I do kind of wish I could start seeing feathers again. And I said, well, it will happen. And anyway, we ended up booking our trip. Well, as we were booking our trip, we ended up somehow, this is going to sound ridiculous that how do you mess this up? But we're going to be gone for like 16 days, which was a little bit longer than we were planning. And and we kind of panicked at the end after we booked it, like, oh, shoot, you know, like we just took up, like, I'm going to be taking off three weeks of what we're going to Europe. But I'm like, God, how am I (laughs) going to take off all this work? Yeah. So Anyway, so we kind of had this like buyer's remorse instantly, and you know, whatever, but it was fine. So I get home, and later that night, she texts me a picture and she goes, I was outside after you left. I was doing some yard work, and lo and behold, I found a feather, and she holds it up, and it is another woodpecker feather that's exactly (laughs) like mine. Oh my God you know, I was in the woods with woodpeckers where she lives. There are, I mean, there are trees yeah. around, but it's not wooded at all. Like she's like an,
1: a very common bird to have around. No, like, a residential no.
0: <laughs> and to just for both of us to find that exact same feather. I mean, hers was the exact same size and it looked just like mine. Wow. And so I sent her a picture. I was like, Amber, that's exactly the, the feather that I had found. Maybe. So it, that was cool. So we both instantly were like, this is your mom. You know, this is your mom telling yeah. us like it's okay, kids. Like you're you're gonna be fine. You need this trip, it's gonna be good. So even as you get used to this stuff happening, it still is magical to get those like reminders of okay, you know, they're they're around us, they're listening, they're paying attention, they're they're still helping us yeah, as much absolutely. as they can.
1: Wow, so that was really so specific, cool. Right? Yeah. Like that's not not just a feather that's like,
0: hey. No. It's a, a it's very specific feather. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. So that was awesome. Then I had this other kind of random woo spiritual moment. And I know that with a lot of these, they're going to mean a little more to us that's experiencing it. So sometimes when you share it with other people, it might not sound as magical, but I think it's also important for people to be reminded that it doesn't have to be this like cloud parting in the sky moment. It could be these just little things that if you're paying attention, you'll start to realize that, okay, it's very, it's pretty subtle. So I was scrolling through my phone and I happened to notice something that had it was suggesting to me was I, I follow like I like X-Men and some Marvel stuff. So I get a bunch of Marvel comic stuff on my feed. And so it showed me there was a female Spider-Man, which I was not aware of. I don't follow Spider-Man, but I remember noticing it. I was like, okay, that's interesting. Then a day later. I was in the spirit school collective that we've talked about on the show many times that Shayla and I belong to. There's a woman there named Sharla who works for spirit school and she hosted a goddess card poll where she pulled these goddess cards and she kind of did messages for people. And it was, it was lovely. So I was able to join and she pulls this card of a goddess called spider woman. And I had never heard of her (laughs) before. And I was like, that's interesting. So, she reads the card, and this goddess is from Native American culture. And she very much—it's a that she weaves our dreams together and weaves together what it is we need in order for our dreams to come true. I believe there's some connection to dream catchers with her stories and the belief system, and stories about her have evolved through different cultures throughout time. But that's where that's where this goddess comes from. So that was awesome. It was, I love to learn about new uh, divine beings. So, mm-hmm. a couple days later, I'm scrolling on my phone again and I'm at work. And this time it's showing me ads for the TV show American Horror Story. And I don't know what this new season's coming, but it's a woman standing there with a giant spider. On her. And so I screenshotted it and I sent it to Sharla. And I was like, Ever since your card, I keep getting all this Spider Woman stuff. And, you know, she's like, Oh, that's awesome. And we were chatting for a minute while I'm chatting with her. I'm eating a snack. I drop a crumb on the floor at work and I go to grab it. And there's a giant spider. Oh my God. Right there (laughs) that went like right by my hand. And then it like went behind the garbage can. And, you know, I don't know what it means. But I'm like, what are yeah. the odds that, you know, I definitely am leaning into just have faith that what needs to happen for you is going to be brought together. And without you having, you know, you're being, you're being assisted. Don't worry. Right. It's it's all going to come yeah. together. That was the feeling I felt that was spirit's way of getting that message across. But I was like, God, what are the odds again? That like, I'm talking to her uh, about the spider thing and I go instantly right. reach something and there's a huge spider on the wall. So yeah. anyway, so yeah, the, coming up. <laughs> exactly, and then it keeps coming up to like pay attention. So, anyway, I wanted to just share those. I thought those were kind of fun little spiritual moments I had that yeah. I people would enjoy to hear.
1: <laughs> I love that. It's so beautiful when you have that energy of just feeling spirit around you all the time. And we've talked about how there can be times where you don't feel it, but right, you know, I think we need a little bit of both right to lean into the more spiritual side because when it starts happening it's so strong and you kind of have that contrast and i think we're meant to experience all of it in this life right so that's awesome i love that you're experiencing that yeah it's beautiful and i've also been finding feathers too we're gonna have to make a post where we just like show off all our yeah. feathers <laughs> that we've been receiving because they're yeah they're gorgeous very yeah,
0: we we definitely should. I should make like a picture box frames or whatever where yeah. you know they're all like matted to a board. That would be kind of cool because I have that them with all be. different sizes. But you were showing me you have some blue jay feathers, and I'm like, I need to get. Yeah, there's. So I'm creepy. gonna. <laughs> I'm gonna put out to the world of spirit. I want a blue jay feather. You hear me, spirit? <laughs> I'm gonna try and get one <laughs> of those. Cool. Send me spirit one of those.
1: Absolutely.
0: <laughs> oh, it's so awesome!
1: That's awesome. Well, another thing we wanted to talk about is aliens because that has been a hot topic and lots of stuff coming out about that. So we just want to have like a conversation on if we like what we've experienced with extraterrestrial energy and go from there. And if anybody has stories to DM us on Instagram or email us, because I think this conversation and people kind of acknowledging that there is something out there has brought a lot of people to actually feel more comfortable To share their experiences because, you know, before that it was, you're crazy or you're a conspiracy theorist. And it's like, it's just interesting to have evidence or saying that it is true kind of thing. I think has been interesting and probably what we maybe needed in some ways collectively, if that makes sense. So I would love to ask you if you've experienced any ET sightings. Have you ever seen anything in the sky or have you had like any experiences within that realm?
0: Not that I remember. <laughs> <laughs> um I do not that like I said, that I remember, but my parents actually both share a story of an experience they had when they were younger. And I've asked them separately about it. They tell me the exact same story. They know exactly what it is, what they saw. And so having known that, I've always been pretty aware that is a possibility. And just my personal opinion, there's no way that there's nothing else out there. I mean, if if you ever watch any of the videos or know the science behind how actually large the universe goes it's just not possible mm-hmm. so yeah but it was interesting because what kind of what sparked our interest in talking about this was that here in the states the someone from the government got on uh, a news conference or was in a trial or something where they basically uh, admitted or didn't deny that yeah. they <laughs> had extraterrestrial and which you would think would be breaking news but it wasn't nobody cared because like i don't think it's that far fetched anymore i don't think people oh. i think with i think with movies and all of that i think most people would not be surprised and also it feels like the past 4 or 5 years has been breaking crazy news every you know couple weeks so i think people are just yeah. kind of numb oh, to it now so <laughs> it's i it's a terrible thing yeah. to say but how about you have you seen or have you ever had a, an experience
1: well I've always been interested in aliens, I guess. I am gonna call them aliens for now. Since I was little, I remember being like nine years old and being at a craft store or a craft fair, story, And there is somebody selling bracelets and there is like that typical like alien, green alien with the eyes. And I was like, oh, I just felt like it was a, probably one of the first times where I kind of like had more of like a clairvoyance experience where suddenly I just felt like I was floating in space and I just had this knowing that there was something beyond just this earth and i grew up in a catholic household so it was you know no it's just us kind of that teaching and that's impossible and right um you know god only made the earth and all that stuff but i just had this knowing my sister (laughs) my youngest one she would say that she strongly believes that i have been abducted by aliens (laughs) which (laughs) makes me laugh i'm like We'll say that because that's creepy. Yeah, right. But yeah, but she's kind of the one who's done research on some of the signs and symptoms that you may get from, you know, experiencing some of these energies. And one of them was really crazy nosebleeds. And I had that a lot when I was younger. I was just like a very super psychic kind of kid, as you kind of talked about before too. Right. Um, very empathetic and stuff like that. But she kind of just brought me all these like Google symptoms of people. You have experienced. And I was like, oh no, that makes it feel uncomfortable. I hope not. Right,
0: (laughs) right. right.
1: Then I had, and I know there's so many different ways that this could go because, you know, there's people who really believe in like physical ETs or aliens and then there's like the more energetic light beings that are around and what's to say could happen with each. Like there's so many different stories of like abduction, right? Some of it's very physical, your whole body being taken with you. Other ones are more spiritual. You're outside of your body or You wake up and you see things or you just have this feeling that something is different about you when you wake up. And it seems like a lot of these things happen at night when people are in that kind of in-between conscious state. So I found that really fascinating. I did have a weird experience. I don't know if it's aliens. It's just really bizarre. I think this was almost six years ago because I remember my son was a baby at this point. But I woke up and I was perfectly fine before I went to sleep. Like nothing happened but I woke up in the morning and suddenly my finger was throbbing and inside of it was like I don't know what it was it was like there was an object underneath my finger but there was no like blood there was like no trauma force if that makes sense it was something was stuck under my finger and so I was like that's really weird I was like what could it be and I was looking around you know did my hand swipe on a piece of wood or something like or is there metal sticking up there's like nothing it was just I was on a soft cozy bed right like there's nothing around me right so I ended up having to pull this thing out. I think it was like three or four days. It was like really deep in my finger, but mm-hmm. it was irritated and hurting and I could tell her something underneath it. By the time I did pull it out, which by the way, I am not good with blood or things like that. I'm just okay. not good. With it. I'm like <laughs> sitting on my bed with tweezers and a little needle and like try, trying to get it out. And then I'm getting like faint because I can't handle things. Right. Like open wounds. Right. <laughs> so I literally almost fainted trying to like get this thing out probably should have went to a doctor, but I didn't. I did get it out and it was like a piece of metal. And I was like, that is really weird. And so then it healed up again. And then this is a few months later, the exact same thing happened again, but it was in a different what? finger. And I was what? like, what the heck? Yeah, it was so weird. And so of course my sister's like, oh my God, you've been abducted. They, put <laughs> <laughs> they
0: ah, It's a monitor. And I was
1: like, no. <laughs> My logical side wants to say no because I'm like, what are the chances? But it was just a weird experience and there was just something strange about it, if that makes sense. So I'm not saying I did.
0: No, right. I'm just
1: like, it was just kind of weird. And that has shown up to be a lot of stories. People have similar stories, but they have like an abduction memory and they have had little objects or things implanted in their skin and stuff like that. So I don't know. That's my weird little story. (laughs) But then also I... I told you that I got a Ouija board because we're going to be doing an episode eventually on like the history of the Ouija board and yeah. my first time experience with it and all that stuff. But we did try it, my sisters and I, but at first it was just my younger sister and we were doing it and we were both shocked that it moved. <laughs> first of yeah. how, because it does move, which is really interesting. And once we do an episode on it, we'll kind of go into what people think, like the logical side of why it could be moving and stuff like that. So we were shocked at that. Then we started asking questions. And so I kind of realized that I don't have a lot of questions to ask. Yeah. So my sister took over. <laughs> <laughs> my sister took over and she's like, was Shayla abducted by aliens? And it goes over to yes. And I'm like, no. No, <laughs> so, no. Don't say it. So like, that was jarring a little bit. Then she kind of like started asking it more like specifics of what she physically taken. I said, No. I was like, okay, thank God. Yeah. <laughs> and then it was like, well, was she energetically taken? Like, was it more an energetic download? And it went to yes. And so that was kind of that feels better. That and feels was, better. Yeah, that feels a little better, right?
0: Yeah.
1: <laughs> <laughs> so that was an interesting experience. But I mean, the thing with that was I personally definitely didn't want it to say yes. I was like, please right. say no, because right. <laughs> that's uncomfortable. And my it's sister said, no. Because she wanted to be the one who was abducted by aliens. And we asked, have you been abducted by aliens? And I said, no. And she's like, damn it.
0: Damn it, <laughs> so I wanted to.
1: <laughs> yeah, because she wants to have yeah. that experience. But that's what I've experienced with that. And I could definitely see, like, you know, in the spiritual world, we, we talk about, oh, I had a download, right? right? So, like, could that part of that download be, that you know, like, information that you suddenly get or, like, healing right. or whatever it be? Could that partially be, you know like et energy and and then kind of thinking into well what is et energy and could there be you know positive or good stuff about it and could there be a more negative aspect of it too that's kind of things that i think a lot of us think about right like right if there are these beings what are they what are their intentions is there a little bit of both
0: y- yeah your yeah. brain can only expand so far
1: yeah so like
0: <laughs> conceptualize it all It is really a tricky subject because you can go in so many directions with it. I think for me, the one thing that I thought when I saw that article, I was like, well, people are really going to flip their lids once they realize that this whole time it was just this advanced civilization that came down and basically brought life here and like you know (laughs) got it all started and you know we described their shows on like history channel and stuff called ancient aliens and stuff and it's it's explaining that it was you know when man and primitive times saw chariots being driven by the gods in the sky that were aflame it was just their primitive mind describing what we would now know as a spaceship and that would that would answer a lot of questions, like when the temples in Peru, Machu Picchu, and, and other places of the world, like the, the way the stone was cut at that point in time, we couldn't even replicate today. So, like the way it all fits together. So, how did they have this like crazy advanced knowledge? So that was definitely my first thought when i you know when i saw it i was like i don't know if people fully understand what that could mean if they do come out and make themselves known that to me doesn't necessarily take away from my spiritual belief you know even if we did misinterpret some of them as divine that doesn't take away, you know, what I know I've connected to through source and angelic energy and and our loved ones and stuff that are on the other side. So I guess that has given me some peace there. But I don't feel that it's something necessarily to be scared of. I think if we had a reason to be scared of them, we would be well aware of what that reason is by now. One time it kind of came to me that it's almost like the universe is like a giant farm, and, you know, these more advanced mm-hmm. uh, beings go around and find fertile places to put life and create life and kind of get yes. it started. And then, you know, it takes a long time to travel across. So, by the time they come back, thousands of years have passed and, and all of this stuff. But I would assume that... It, being of advanced, you know, uh, uh, beings that have been around and evolved for hundreds of thousands of years, maybe longer than we have as human, I would assume that they have a pretty, maybe a much more deeper connection with what we consider spirituality. I mean, they've been experiencing it and they've learned about it a lot longer where we may still be in this like primitive cradle of, you know, maybe, maybe we're just now crawling out of that cradle into the playpen, <laughs> you know, of what that really means. Yeah. Um, my hope is that if that's true and if that is something that's coming, it feels like they're kind of prepping us. They're like slowly getting us comfortable with this news that's probably going to come. Mm-hmm. Um, I just hope it. Does bring some sort of healing and some sort of unity back to all of us. I mean, th- there's not one part of the world that doesn't need people to be brought back together. It is, there's, you know, it would be a very good reminder that we are all the same and we are all living here on this one planet that we have, you know, and we need to take care of it and we need to take care of each other. And we need to quit with all this bullshit that keeps being argued and all this hate and all this anger and all this, just ignorance that keeps getting thrown around yeah, and all this stuff. So that, that's my, that's my big hearted hope for what would come if that ends up, ends up being what happens, but we will see.
1: That's so interesting. Like, when you talked about the farm aspect, that's such a unique visual, if that makes sense, like of what right. that could be. I've seen different memes and things talking about maybe we're just like this little project kind of like you see an anthill, you're yep. like, oh, ants, look at them go, right? Like they have like, yep. they're very, actually have a very sophisticated way of interacting with each other and all that. If you do research on them and like beehives and things like that. But maybe they're kind of just looking down on us, like, "Oh, look at our little like eco sphere project or whatever." Yep. Right? Like, there's a little bit of that that I thought was kind of funny. I'm like, "Oh, I hope not." <laughs> um, but it's interesting because when I kind of tap into the energy of extraterrestrial stuff, it feels very dimensional. So, just yes. having different dimensions and gateways to these dimensions, and there's probably a physical aspect of it, right? We look at the universe, or we look at the different planets and that to me is more physical, but like what's beyond that could even be, you know, space time continuum, like right. all these different gateways to different realms and stuff like that. So I think it's so interconnected and possibly what we could, what we're maybe interacting with too is dimensional, like little dimensional gateways that we can kind of go in and out of as well. So there's just, like you said, there's just so many different, it's like mind blowing to lots to think about, feel into, but that's just one thing that I've, I've seen with that and it does feel like we are being conditioned to get more information. Like, I don't know. I feel like this is something that's been known about forever. I think a lot of the technology we have, um, is held back. Like, you know, you think of our technology in the last 20 years and it's like, no, it, it doesn't just multiply that fast. Like this has been here for a while.
0: Like AI has been used yeah, in different, exactly. um, in different types of industries and stuff for a long time. It's just now becoming oh, yeah. mainstream that we or have access to use it and the ways we're using it now. Right. It's not, it's not necessarily new.
1: Yeah. It just, everything feels very connected in that way. Like we've said this before and I think we all know it, it's an interesting time to be alive. Yeah. Sometimes I have these moments where I think, oh my God, I can't believe I'm born in this era. It's such a different time. When you think about even my grandfather, who's, he's like 97. I think about what he's seen in his lifetime yeah. and how it's just that advancement in just that amount of time is wild to me. Right, um, And to know, well, what are we going to advance to in the next 10, 20, right. 30, 50, 100 years? It'll be something to see and witness for sure. But yeah. <laughs> I remember it probably was
0: on some social media platform, but it was some video that popped up and this is what got me kind of down this trail of the farming idea was it was showing basically how man has evolved from you know the beginning of time and where how we will continue to change and look as we continue to evolve. And it was interesting Mm -hmm. because once it got closer towards like further down the road, our heads got bigger, our eyes kind of turned and we started looking more like these gray, these gray alien things. And I was like, oh, maybe this that you know we're just that's where the farming kind of came in that they just go around and you know try to create life and created all over the all over the galaxy. There's two things I've thought about that I thought would be really cool if they do show up, like two things I would love to know. One, I would love to know what other aliens look like. Do they all look like just gray people? Do they look like yeah. us? Do they look like birds? What do they look like? Like I want to see <laughs> that cuz I've seen the CGI, I want to see the real thing. And then the second thing is, this is kind of nerdy, but I would love to know Cause you know, they have record of it. If they're there, like I would love to know what were all the books in the library of Alexandria that was burned. Like mm-hmm. you would think that mm-hmm. they would have record of this now, whether that would have yeah. any, that would matter by the time that aliens are here, maybe not, but I, that's like one moment. I was talking about this with a friend. I was like, that is one moment in human history that is just like, why did we do that? Like why, yes. why did they burn it down? Like that was so awful. There's so much information there that would probably be talking about this topic and many of the topics we talk about. So yeah, right. those were my two. So if, if so if aliens came, what would be something you would, and they had all this knowledge of all these answers, what would be some things you would want to hear them? What would you want oh, to know? No.
1: That's a good question. I'm just curious to know like how they live or like what their life experience is like, you know, compared to us. Yeah, I don't know. I think that's probably it. I'm just like curious about. I'm always curious about, in general, how people live their lives and their life stories. Right. right. (laughs) What's your alien life story? Like, what do you do?
0: (laughs) What do you do on Tuesdays? (laughs)
1: Yeah. (laughs) Well, you have the same concept of time. Like, I think that's another thing, too. Like, what Mm. even is time? Right. Like, is it the same for everybody in the universe? Like, how does that work? When you said about what do they look like, kind of thing. I just, even thinking about humans, I don't know if you ever have that moment where you like look at yourself in the mirror and you're like, humans are weird. If another species saw us, would they be like disgusted and terrified? Like we have eyebrows. Like the other day I was just like looking at my son's (laughs) eyebrows and I was like, we have hair at the top of our eyes. Right. We're funny. We have like these scraggly arms and like, I don't know. I just, it's like, what, what do they think of us? I guess is another question I, I would have to ask, right? Right. So.
0: (laughs) <laughs> yeah, that just takes me down like to a million other questions. You know, if we were combined with a primate that was already here, you know, did they bring that type of creature here? Or was that creature part of just evolution of this planet? Were the dinosaurs and stuff here first? Or did they do that too? Right. Did they do any of it? Did they just show yeah. up? Were we already here? You know, those are those would all be good questions. And I think you know, I think it's I think it's time for us to know. I think what yeah. hurt, what hurts for it's us time. to have these answers. It would probably get us to, again, quit focusing on a lot of this stuff that really doesn't matter in the grand scheme of things and maybe start focusing on the stuff that does, like our planet that's screaming okay. at us right now. The other thing in the news, I'm going to kind of take a little, we can come right back, but over the past couple of months, and you know, we've taken a break, so there's been a little bit of time between these news topics and us talking, but like it was like every day there was a new news article where these whales were attacking boats or uh, there was the submarine that you know that that went to see the titanic it was like it was like all these and i you can't necessarily blame that on nature i'm just saying it was just a lot of Mm -hmm. you know these natural forces that you know there's fires everywhere maui just uh the city in maui just was devastated by fires there's fires again in greece they're having you up in canada are having yet another round of you know fires and stuff going so i don't know if we were people A thousand years ago, and we were paying attention to what all was happening, we would all be saying, Mother Earth is upset. We are doing something wrong. And the fact that we are just ignoring it as if it doesn't exist, because that's what we're either told or that feels safer to think, that to me is just, it's it's ignorant. And it doesn't matter what caused it. Something's causing it, and we need to figure out how to fix it. It doesn't matter if it's something we've done. It doesn't matter... Who's right or who's wrong at this point? It doesn't doesn't matter. We need to fix it. We have to change it because we only have this one place. I do not think the aliens are going to come in and scoop us all up and take us to another place. I don't I don't know that that's going to be the case. <laughs> Probably not because they're, you know. So yeah. we we need to take care of the place that we have.
1: Yeah, for sure. Okay, well there's a few things when you're talking. So kind of going back to like asking questions. One thing that came up was mythology. You know how there's yeah. all these different stories on like, how is that connected? Because I sometimes wonder how true it is. Like I'm like, was there a whole other like world that this stuff played out in with these prominent stories and things like that? And that's one thing I really am wondering when you talk about our world. And like, there's just so many things going on. I feel like we're all kind of half asleep, right? Like we're not, mm-hmm. we're kind of in this phase of just kind of trying to survive. And there's all these little distractions and, when we talk about like the government coming out and saying that, or just admitting that there is something kind of, you know, it, it reminds me of, you know, when you have like a parent or something who's trying to protect you from something they don't want you to see, cause they think it'll say, or like save you or protect your feelings or something, but really right. it would be in your benefit to know and understand. I kind of feel like that's what we have going oh, on. Right. It's like, there's these things that we should know that would actually probably benefit us and would like enlighten us and like. Help us to see things from a different perspective and like wake up a bit more. Right. That's kind of the feeling I'm getting with that. But like, yeah, there's just, there's so many things happening in this world right now. And, we need to be more conscious of it, and also, like, right. I think we need corporations to step up these big players in the world that create a lot of waste and stuff like that because we can only do so much with you know drinking our paper straws, things like yeah, that. Are right. like, yes, good, like, it's good to get in that habit and have that awareness and stuff like that. But we look at like the fishing industry and like how much yep. plastic they're using, you know, netting and stuff like that. And you know, when you go to the grocery store and you like you grab a, a thing of vitamins and like, you could have used half the plastic like yeah. things like that I just don't understand why that's not being pushed more I'm just sure it's plastic like complicated, and- but like yeah but like there should be like why are we using so much you know right like it doesn't have to be that way and I think we need like now more push for you know bigger corporations and businesses like Walmart or like you know places that use like all this packaging and like things like that so that's kind of how I feel about that. And I
0: realize we can't change the world overnight, but something that dawned on me that, I I, I mean, most of us grew up in the age of plastic. So we don't even, we're not even aware, but I encourage everyone to just pay attention. Look at how much is plastic, Mm -hmm. everything, every container, every the majority of what our food comes in, the majority of what our medicine comes in, the majority of the packaging that anything comes in, it's all plastic and none of it's going to break down. And so, and it's all going into our oceans. It's completely wreaking havoc on the world. And there's no reason why, yeah, I realized, you know, just changing straws to paper art isn't going to, isn't going to change it. Like we have to make major, major changes in so many different ways, but it really is mind blowing once you do actually start paying attention to it. That was kind of something that finally I was like, oh, wow. You know, I remember when kind of the phrase single use plastics came up, you know, politically or culturally, and that was kind of, a you know, the hot topic word. And then I looked around, I'm like, well, most everything that I can see that's plastic is single use. You use it once for one thing and then you're done. Yeah. And it's, yeah, it's crazy.
1: Right. And it's like hard because it works both ways. We have a responsibility as individuals to make changes and have that awareness to kind of like, even just look around our house and like, okay, what is plastic here? Like, what could I right. do to change some of these things? And then we also have like, you know, the corporate world where we get our groceries from and like, we do still need to eat, but like, it's kind of just so ingrained in our society and our lifestyle. So lots of changes. I guess we can... Just to make it more positive, like just find things in your own house that you can, you know, you can do yourself, right? And yeah, and like even just, there's so many small businesses that I'm finding that are really trying hard to make sure that they don't have such a big carbon impact and all of that stuff and just using recycled products and things that are toxin free and stuff like that. So it's nice to see that people are really stepping up and even there's this clothing company that I really like in Canada and they do everything locally. Like just finding things that like, help your community and staying closer to home because then that really helps with the impact and all of that stuff. Yeah. So like little things, right? And then they build up. Yeah. So there's hope, you know? There's still right. hope, with everybody.
0: <laughs> it was when you were talking about how they were kind of like slow releasing the alien information to protect us like a parent. Then that got my mind going to like then what is it that we could go a little bit down a conspiracy road, but what is what is it Culturally, that's used for, I don't necessarily want to use the word control, but corralling of people, you know, maybe certain, maybe kind of the reason why there is like religion kind of has a role in cultural societies. It kind of gives us a path to follow of rules Mm -hmm. and ideas of how that should look. So if something were to come in and kind of spin that, then that would completely change possibly what those rules and that corralling needed to look like moving forward, which then would probably really break down some people's mental structures if their entire life and their sense of reality is based upon those rules that have been set in place so it's almost like so that's kind of what was coming into my mind when you were talking about that of you know it's not that they're keeping it from us because they're trying to keep us from being happy or anything it's 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 releasing it to us so that it doesn't go into just complete chaos and anarchy you know, right? It's it, so that yeah. it can it can turn over in an appropriate way. That that feels like that would probably make the most sense,
1: right? And I think that's probably the common thing that I'm guessing they would say is so that people don't you know lose their minds and freak out. I know some people who are very just set in this industrial world that has the rules you follow and the things you do within your life, like. Go to university, you get married, you have so many kids, you get a nice car, you like have this certain job, like a very just set Milestones. in a certain way. Milestones, right? But like, I, I have seen some people get really stuck into them to the point where like, their whole happiness depends on right. like how they're viewed by people or society or what they're supposed to do. And then I'm just seeing a lot of people breaking away from those viewpoints and kind of trying different things. And we see so many people now gardening. And like planting their own food and really like that kind of happened during the pandemic. right? People were like, oh, yeah. I should probably like be a little bit more self-sustaining and, you know, right. learn these things. I think a lot of people are just kind of questioning how the world works. Is it actually benefiting everybody? What is it the structure based on? I think for me, I homeschool my kids. I've always been really like into attached parenting, which is just like the style I kind of like to do. And my mom was like that and stuff. But I kind of realized that that wasn't typical. And so to kind of have conversations with people who are like, oh, I would never homeschool my kids. You're crazy. Like, you know, kind of having these conversations with me. And I'm like, oh, but it's like it's become not being typical or in the normal set of things has kind of expanded me in a lot of different ways. I don't think it's for everybody. Everyone's like so different, right? Of course. I do think we're coming back to the conversation. We do have a very strong world system of how things work. And it's very materialistic in corporate and monopolized. And it's like, I think people are saying, oh, maybe we don't need that. And maybe there's a part of the government who doesn't want to let go of certain control, (laughs) but like certain controls that they kind of use to keep things in place, if that makes sense. So I could see- Well, especially if there's money
0: or something tied to it.
1: Right. So like if we show people that this isn't actually life or the world we know it, then it's going to break the system and it's not going to- Benefit them in the same way anymore. So there's just so many different stories happening all at one time, I think. And it comes back to us like it's up to us to dig into these things and make these lifestyle choices or changes. And we have to go back to like getting to know each other more because I feel like we've been so compartmentalized with social media. It's like it's helped in some ways and then not in other ways. Like we don't really know our neighbors, like things like that. So, like, I'm trying to, for me, even like get to know my neighbors because. We need community and we need to have those connections and things like that. And I think just little things like that can really help us to connect more and to break maybe some of the systems that don't need to be in place and more. When we create that community, we can create strength within ourselves and our little pods of people, right? Where we can have that supportive connection. So... I don't know, that kind of went somewhere else, but like, it kind of just, that's the thing. You talk
0: about these things. I know, and it just, it unravels into uh, all these, it's such a hard topic. And that's like, I was interested (laughs) to see where this was going to go because it can, there's so many different ways that it can go. And I don't necessarily want to go down that road, but even at the beginning, you had talked about like, there's people in our field that talk about light beings and more of these like angelic, energetic type beings that are referred to also as ET, um, which is just Mm -hmm. a whole nother road of it all. It is hard to kind of nail it down. I, it just kind of came across my memory that I had a guy that I went to grade school with and he swore up and down. He was abducted. He had this whole story and we just thought he was silly, but He was dead serious. And I have my high school reunion coming up next month, my 20 year. So if he's there, I'm going to ask him. I'm going to be like, look, I have a podcast. We were talking about this. I need to know. I need to know the real deal. And if it feels legit, I might see if he wants to come on and if he would share it.
1: Yeah, for
0: sure. (laughs) I know many of you out there listening. I know someone has had an experience that they would love to share. So uh, this is definitely a, a green light to get a hold of us and let us know what it is, uh-huh. what it is you experienced yeah. or what you think about aliens. I've heard people talk about too, that they think there's like this galactic battle between good and evil and all this. Right. You know, I don't know. I don't know where I sat with all that, but it was just so interesting that after it happened, you would think it would, like I said earlier, you think that would have been like, The article of all papers, and it was not. Yeah, the it was the thing you scrolled right past.
1: (laughs) Yeah, well, and again, like I see memes of like millennials or Gen X, like how we're just so overboarded with all these crazy things that have been happening, Mm. and we're just like, okay, like it's not even shocking. It's like, all right, well, here's another thing. Of course, there is. All right, right, keep going on to the thing. So.
0: There was this yeah. content wow. creator that he he posted something about it. And he's like, yeah, the government admitted aliens. But I had the recipe for Texas Roadhouse cinnamon butter. So I'm going to go ahead and give you that recipe now. And it was yeah, just I'm like, pretty that's pretty true. Yeah. Okay. We're more interested in that. Please.
1: <laughs> yeah. it's so funny.
0: I did, of course, pull some cards before our recording today. And it's not too deep of a message, but... It is a very clear and definite message of some of you out there need to really listen to your inner voice. It's not that you don't listen to your inner voice. It's that maybe you've just ignored it or talked yourself out of it. And you're being reminded that that inner voice is there for a reason. And it's as strong as it is for a reason. So it feels like this is about doing something new, starting to... Like, go for something that you've been trying to achieve. I don't know if this is starting a new career or starting a new project or creating something new but it's just a reminder that you've been getting nagged about this by your spirit for quite a while. It's time to listen to it. Have faith that you're protected. Archangel Michael showed up in this. He's showed up a lot for me recently. So that feels very validating that he's, he is around to help you not let your fears of your past block what is possible for you in the future. And then Archangel Uriel showed up and that is shine your light. Let Let that part of you, let that creative side, let that inspiration, let that idea be, follow it, shine bright with it, run with it, go with it because that's, that's, what's going to take you where you need to go. So I think that message is going to resonate with a few of you. And I just wanted to, yes, share that for today. So thank you for letting me
1: throw that in. I I also pulled the card too, just beforehand. We're actually going to show it to you. We should You know what we should start doing is taking pictures. Of these and should, yes. them on a, just so people I l- can see and then we'll have a little section where you can go back and kind of see them with the episodes okay i like that. some of these That's are very, like visual you know right so i'm going to just show them here like this card right here yes so there's a lot there's a lot going on in this card and it's like a herbal deck so the card that i picked on is echinacea and destiny and so to me we're heading at the end of summer right there's going to be a lot of stuff starting up for people. I feel like September in general, especially like you said, like for your business, so many people are getting back to things. And so there's just so much schedule changes and just a lot of busyness happening. And so this card is just like, to me, really a reminder to care for yourself physically and emotionally. So drinking enough water, you know, paying attention to the cycles that you're in, in your life. If you have a menstrual cycle, really paying attention to that and, how that can affect you and making sure to schedule time off for yourself too, because it's going to get really, really busy in September, October. You know, a lot kids going back to school, you're going to university and you're starting a job or whatever. There's just so many different things happening. And so this card also shows like the sun and the moon. So to me, it's like, again, cyclical, making sure you're going to sleep at a proper time can be so easy to you know, stay up on your phone, scrolling through Instagram. It's like setting those boundaries for you, creating like a nighttime ritual that feels good at night. So you're like excited to go to bed and you're just like ready to turn off. And even just something in the morning to like look forward to like, oh, I'm going to make a really beautiful coffee in the morning. I'm just going to enjoy it for five minutes and sit there or read a chapter of a book or something to do that like just feels good, like a little bit more of a ritual. And then in this card too, it does show grounding, like there's roots kind of going underneath. So taking time to ground yourself. What does that mean to you? I shared with Peyton that I went on a bike ride (laughs) the other day, the first time in 15 years. That was actually super grounding. I got into nature, got to spend time with family. It was something a little bit new and it felt really nice and grounding. And I was like, this is what I've been missing in my life. I need to go get a bike immediately. (laughs) So just little things that make you feel good. And maybe that you haven't done in a long time, but you used to like to do, like think back when you were a child. What made you happy? What little things did you do that were fun for you, right? Try to incorporate a little bit of that childhood wonder in your life in little ways. You can just like, you saw like candies, like eating a candy that you used to eat when you're little, just like a little treat that kind of like brightens your day and makes you feel like a child again. So yeah, just self-care. Take some echinacea because that's <laughs> that's the card. Like take care of your health, just basically what I'm being shown as we move into the fall season for sure. So. Yeah.
0: Oh, I love that.
1: Well, <laughs> this has been a really fun conversation.
0: <laughs> yes. <laughs> I, just, it, I, just, I know we went a couple yeah. different directions, but i like, yeah. that's when I, when I saw the roots in that card of the Echinacea, I was like, that yeah. feels like our conversation like, today. We, when today. It's like,
1: yeah.
0: <laughs> we went everywhere. Right now
1: it's like, totally somewhere else.
0: Yes. Yeah. Well, well, some of you will have seen that follow us online. We have recruited some listeners that we don't know that we've never met before. And Shayla and I are going to do live readings for them. Um, They have agreed to set for us while we both connect for them uh, mediumistically. And then we're going to share those readings with all of you. So we're very excited to bring that. So that is coming up very soon. So I did just want to give a heads up to get everyone excited about it. And if you would like to connect with Shayla and I, if you would like to book a reading with either of us, you can find us through our links that are in the show notes. You can follow us on Instagram. We each have a personal page and then we also have one just for solely podcast. And as always, if there's anything you'd like us to talk about, or if you'd like to comment on, just send us an email. We would love to hear from you.
1: Yeah. Thank you everybody for listening. We appreciate you so, so very much.
0: So much. Thank you.
1: Hey Soli listeners, thank you so much for being here with us today. If you enjoy this podcast and would like to help support us, there are a few ways that you can do that. The first way is to give us a positive review on Apple or Spotify, and this helps us to be pushed up the algorithm which allows more people to find our podcast. The second thing you can do is word of mouth. Send it to a friend or a family member who you feel would really enjoy this kind of conversation. We also have all of our social media link below as well as our Soli email. So if you have something to say, you have a question, you have an episode suggestion, or just want to share your story, you can do that below.